Welcome to episode number four of the Four Animals for Earth podcast. This is part two of a three-part series that came out this week as episodes number three, number four, and number five. I am talking with Paige in Los Angeles, California about green beauty through these three episodes. Today, the simple action that you can take is to exfoliate every single day and take good care of your health. So why? Well, today we spend most of our conversation talking about anti-aging. And one of the biggest takeaways that Paige shares is that although there are hundreds, I mean probably thousands of products on the market that we can use for anti-aging, the best thing we can do is to take care of our skin and take care of our health and exercise and eat right and drink lots of water and exfoliate daily. So that is the simple action that you could take today. For detailed show notes, go to fouranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash four. Hi there, this is Brandy, and you're listening to the Four Animals for Earth podcast. This is a space where we inspire each other to take small steps every day to live a more conscious life, helping animals and the planet while we do it. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's all take a deep breath and let's get started. So, if you can align with brands that you love and trust, it's easier then you'll have to scrutinize every single ingredient. I still think it's a good time to flip the box every once in a while. That was Paige Pageant talking about how we can make it a little easier on ourselves to embrace clean beauty. Paige is a green Hollywood makeup artist. She has been passionate for over 15 years about helping her celebrity clients find non-toxic, clean products to use. She is the author of a book called The Green Beauty Rules that I will tell you is one of my favorite resources on the planet. It is so helpful in just making that step into clean beauty and learning all about what goes into the products that we use. She is also about to launch a brand new makeup line called Earthling that I am super excited about. In today's conversation, we are actually going to get into some recommendations around things like deodorant and acne and the holy grail of anti-aging. But most importantly, Paige's ongoing message through all three of these episodes is that skincare is really a diet. And what that means is that it is super unique to each one of us. What works for me is not necessarily going to work for you or for our friend, you know, down the road. There's a choice that we each have to make around what brands we support, what products we use, and what ingredients we will and won't allow in our lives. So let's pick up our conversation from yesterday and talking about seals and how they can help us know if a product is safe or not. I'm glad you mentioned seals and the EWG seal. It sounds like that's one that is pretty cool because it's super comprehensive, you know, hitting on both helping the environment and being safe for your body. Um, I feel like one of the biggest questions that we all have when you see a product is, is this safe? Is it trustworthy? Is the brand trustworthy? Are there other seals that help you know if something is trustworthy and good to use? 
There are. Um, so uh, EcoCert's a pretty common one. Um, and, you know, it's, it's got a lot of detractors like anything else. You're never going to find one that everyone loves. So EcoCert and Cosmos are more international than EWG verified. Um, um, you'll see them in other countries. It's, they consider themselves international. They are international seals. Um, and so you'll see them more commonly, although the EWG verified is becoming very common, especially within the U.S., um, amongst really, really um, mission-forward companies that are eco-friendly and uh, sustainable. Um, so so the, that's the one I would you know, look for, but there's, it's got a very limited, it's a very new seal. Hmm. Um, but Cosmos and EcoCert are both international. They're a great start. Um, I actually really like them both. I really like Cosmos. Um, and it's nice to have a seal that you can, that's international and you can look for in more products. So there's that. Um, and ultimately you just want to know your companies. What companies do you align with their missions, values? Do they take away, you know, every petrochemical or do they keep some safe petrochemicals in i'm okay i, I don't think it has to be as sort of saying before about the f mm -hmm. there are some that are pretty benign um i mean a petrochemical is a carcinogenic um but there are some synthetic chemicals let's say that are that are um safe so it's, you know, uh, you really have to just know your product and your um, your values and your brands. Um, okay. So if you can align with brands that you love and trust, it's easier. Then you don't mm. have to scrutinize every single ingredient. Mm. I still think it's a good time to flip the box every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a new product. Uh huh. You know, uh -huh. um, but yeah. So I, I really think it's super important to find brands you love and stick with them. Um, and then obviously exploring new brands, but just find some good brands that you can go to. And it's nice to have a beauty brand, a lifestyle brand, um, a baby brand, and then, you know, start venturing out and adding more. Um, Walita is a great lifestyle brand. Okay. And that's a pretty big name. I feel I like, like you can find it. kind of everywhere. Right. It's a huge uh, brand. Um, they're uh, international. They're in Target. They're in Whole Foods. Um, at least they used to be in Whole Foods. I think they still are. But back to that, Whole Foods has, um, you know, uh, standards as well. And that's not just a section. That's anything in their store. Whereas Target will have a section of eco. Mm -hmm. And that's also a good place to start. Look, look for the section of a store that's eco-friendly. You know, not everything's going to be super clean in there. But most of it will have taken out parabens and synthetic fragrance. And so you'll find some really clean products and some ultra clean products in these um, aisles. Um, Sephora also has um, a clean beauty seal, like a, a, a section of clean beauty okay. that they've scrutinized. And I think they've done a pretty good job. There's like one or two little things where I'm like, well, maybe that wouldn't be my choice to allow that. But I mean, mm -hmm. it's a great, it's a great place to start. And most people could end there, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. most people. Depends on who you are and your values and, and what you're um, aiming for, what your goals are with your beauty routine and sustainability and, you know, your allergies and health, whatever your health condition is at the time. Mm -hmm. 
I, I love that you have this philosophy and in your book, you talk about it too. I mean, there's a whole, at least a whole chapter, if not more than that, about getting started. And I love how you kind of seem to to share this kind of logical process of figuring out what your personal, it, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Your personal um, values or values. Yeah. Uh, parameters. What, That's the word I'm looking for. What you for, will and won't allow for. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So figuring out your own kind of personal parameters and understanding how it will impact your health. And then you know, listening to you now, it's kind of take that and put it into finding brands that Mm -hmm. you feel like, okay, yes, I know I can trust this brand. So I could just keep going back to this brand. Right. And I, I love, I love that philosophy and I love how you really look at it as every person is going to have a different formula and something different that works for them. And I just, I think that, you know, I've heard you talk a lot about how your skincare routine and your beauty is just like a diet. And I think when we think about our food diet, that is very unique to each of us. What works for one person doesn't work for the next person. And same thing with beauty, you Mm -hmm. know, it seems to be what you say. It's true. It's exactly how I feel about it. Um, Different, uh, I think I mentioned before some you know, some people will be allergic to certain things. Some people won't be. Some people have autoimmune uh, diseases um, and want to be more cautious about certain things, especially maybe petrochemicals or other things, synthetics, uh, dyes. Um, and others will really align more with the values of sustainability, perhaps, um, or be fine with uh, one brand. Uh, allowing some synthetic colorants to have prettier beauty products. Mm -hmm. And, you you know, it's just whatever works for you because if it doesn't work for you, you're not going to use it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be able to sustainably stick with it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, now I don't, I'm not super sensitive, um, but um, some people are, uh, a lot of companies have taken, I think I mentioned oxybismuth out. It's a mineral. Um, and uh, people have allergies to skin, skin rashes, but it's natural. Um, again, same with lavender and tea tree. A lot of people have allergies and sensitivities to those. So those might not be the best products, like super all natural mm-hmm. uh, for people who have really um, al- bad allergies to certain things. Um, yeah, so it's just you really have to find... Uh, you know, I, I, a lot of people really don't want aluminum in their deodorant. Mm-hmm. I would rather have aluminum than parabens. Having said that, parabens aren't, are probably one of the most benign of the chemicals that you'd want to take out, but they've got, they're in so many products, about 99% of products, traditional products that you get a large, um, you know, uh, I say dose of them. You get, a you get more than the recommended uh, daily quantity or whatever. So, um, if it's, you know, if you, if this is in one product and, um, if it's in 99% of the products rather, and you're using 12 products a morning, um, you're already getting fat in every single product. So it's cumulative. So that's really the problem with parabens. Um, and they are estrogenic. Um, 
they're endocrine disruptors. That's what they've been linked to. Um, and so, but I, I care more about that than aluminum. I don't have a heavy metal toxicity in my body that I know of. Um, and I, I like it in my deodorant. And you know, some deodorant. Of deodorants don't work for me. <laughs> deodorant. Yeah. Deodorant is a really tough one. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know myself and pretty much everyone I know <laughs> goes through, we've probably tried at least 10 different brands yeah, trying to yeah. find something that works. I currently am using, um, beauty by earth and I've been using it for at least a year successfully. Mm. So I'm pretty excited about that. But, um, what, what do people need to look for in deodorant? So, so the reason that it kind of gets a bad rap and people are worried. Is that because of the aluminum or because mm-hmm. of the parabens? It's because of the aluminum. It's both, but people are far more concerned with the aluminum. Okay. Research and studies have showed that when women search, they want, um, they're searching for aluminum free when they want natural deodorant. And okay. I would be the other way around. I'd be, give me the aluminum to please take out the parabens, but you won't find that ever. I've never okay. seen a, a deodorant that's like, we still use aluminum, but no petrochemicals, which is what I would love. Hmm. Okay. No parabens, okay. no petrochemicals. So, and that's the other thing. Even if you took out aluminum and parabens in most traditional deodorants, you're still going to have petrochemicals in there and fragrance. So, the whole thing is like it needs to be overhauled. And and lots of people have done it very well and successfully. And there are so many great natural deodorants. Um, I love Freedom Freedom deodorants um, and Ursa Major. Okay. Um, they have a great deodorant, but, um, and, and there's been so many, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know if it's like, I've tried, um, some have apricot oil or most of them have baking soda and that makes me itch. No one okay. wants to walk around scratching their yeah. arms all day. <laughs> and that makes me itch. And I find that aluminum is somehow soothing. Okay. Yeah. And it's interesting. Cause it's like, so for your body, it, it seems to work and, and and is it is aluminum is it tied to breast cancer because I know like I started gosh I looked at changing deodorant so many years ago I don't even remember why I did it besides but I think it was because it's linked to breast cancer maybe yeah breast cancer and just heavy metal toxicity perhaps um yeah but it's I think it's both of those um and they were trying to link parabens to breast cancer um but it's never been proven, um, but they are endo- endocrine disruptors. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, that's the big thing with aluminum. I think it has been, um, I'm, I'm not 100% to be honest, because it's never been a huge concern of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that, um, you know, people who have heavy metal toxicities want to stay away from aluminum, and that's obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a no-brainer. You just need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a friend who had um, uh, mercury toxicity. Okay. Um, and so, and it was awful. Um, it's hard to redo that, like to to get that out of your system. Okay. It's a lot of work, okay. and it's really really hard. Um, but I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I breast cancer. I'm not 100% sure about, but it sounds it kind of sounds familiar and likely. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that is the biggest concern, I think, for most people. Mm-hmm. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Now, I, I would love, and I may one day if someone doesn't do before me, 
Um, I like silver and I've used colloidal silver in um, skincare products um, for acne years ago. Okay. Um, and I'm always wondering why someone doesn't come out with that. And I feel like if, if, if it would, um, I feel like it would do the same thing as aluminum. It would kill bacteria. Interesting. It you is know, an anti-back. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, that is interesting. And I know acne is something that uh, a lot of people are trying to find natural products that will attack acne. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually have an interview coming up later in the season uh, mm. with a girl who's created a natural, um, well, a clean beauty product to fight nice. acne. Oh, which, very good. Yeah, That's it's called Skin huge. Society. Yeah. It's, oh, I um, like it. I love it's the a name. fun interview. Yeah, I love the oh, name too. Oh, very cool. I love it. And so it's fun because it's a very, it, we talk specifically about acne mm -hmm. um, because I know that's something that a lot of people are trying to find, you know, a cleaner way to, they want to clean up their beauty, but yeah. you got to, 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 I don't, I don't you've got to attack the acne, you know, to be comfortable cleaning up your beauty. Yeah. If you can't get rid of your acne, you're not going to want to use a clean product mm -hmm. if it doesn't work for your acne because exactly. it's so important to feel um, confident and acne really destroys your confidence. I know I had terrible acne. I went on Accutane as a kid, mm. teenager, Many which people, was I think horrible. <sighs> If I know, if I knew then what I knew now, I probably wouldn't have. But to be honest, I thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. I was so happy. It boosted my confidence. So I don't know. I, I, there's nothing. I mean, it's hard to say I wouldn't do that again when I think about the confidence it gave me and how I was so embarrassed to go out. I would mm -hmm. cover my skin. But I, I honestly believe, and as soon as I went off, it all came back. I believe it was... Um, traditional products and uh, petrochemicals that mm. was giving me this horrible acne. Because when I stopped that, it all changed. I mean, there's a lot to be said for that, right? That mm -hmm. um, what is in a lot of the products we've used for so many years could very well be causing a lot of the skin problems that we have. Or, yeah, sure. or exacerbating it, mm. if not causing, making mm -hmm. it worse in some way. Yeah, I think so. I do. I 100% believe that. That makes sense. And you mm. know, so confidence. Let's talk about anti-aging because <laughs> that is, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like the, we the privately big... talked about this last night. <laughs> yeah. Well, Paige and, Paige and I talk about this like a lot because yeah. <laughs> this is, this is probably <laughs> the biggest thing I've been looking for uh, in my skincare. And, um, you know, it's the holy grail, right? We all want to be using natural skincare products, but we all want to reduce the wrinkles, reduce the lines. And um, so let's start with, are there ingredients that are good yes. for anti-aging that are clean? Um, there are ingredients that are natural that are great for anti-aging. Um, well, hyaluronic acid um, is found in our body naturally. Um, but obviously when it's made in a lab, it's, it's a synthetic hyaluronic acid, but I am comfortable with it in, uh, in clean beauty and it's used a lot in clean beauty. And I think it's a great, um, I like actually clean formulas with, um, science backed ingredients. Okay. Peptides, for example. Um, those are great, really great, um, anti-aging ingredients. Um, hyaluronic acid, um, there are a lot of um, companies now that are like really starting to combine 
the two. Um, so you can you can find some of those ingredients, collagen. Um, yeah, you can find them in natural beauty. And I think it's a good idea, some of them more than others. And everything's just remember, everything is a temporary fix. It doesn't matter what's in your cream. <laughs> the years are still coming. <laughs> it's not going to change anything for maybe more than 20 minutes to a couple hours. Having said that, taking really good care of your skin just helps in general. Mm -hmm. You know, cleansing it, exfoliating. Exfoliating does wonders. Um, I had a friend who had tons of skin dam uh, sun damage, rather, excuse me, on her face. Um, much like me, look, my chest is filled with dark spots because I was a sun worshiper and still am embarrassed to say <laughs> I love the sun. I do watch it more and I stay out, but I am, I love the sun. It's just therapeutic for me. Um, her face was filled with sunspots. Her chest was pristine, baby, but like soft, uh -huh. one tone, gorgeous. And I was like, how does this happen? Mm. I was like, I don't understand. Look at your chest. It's perfect. She's like, I know. And I said, what do you do? She's like, I'm always scrubbing it in the shower. I'm always, I scrub it every day. Oh, and interesting. I put, yeah. She doesn't scrub her face like that. Uh huh. And I really think that she's just exfoliated so well for years that, you know, huh. she's, she's just kept it really beautiful. And she does put sunscreen on it. But she puts okay. sunscreen on her face too. But her chest is perfect. It's just, it's wild. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's interesting because with myself, sometimes I've worried that exfoliating too much um, could be hurting me, you know, but it's, it's, it but, but that doesn't come doing. from anywhere besides like inside my head thinking, yeah, I'm scrubbing off my face. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you scrub too hard and you're um, red, for a long time afterwards, you know, you should get a good glow, okay. but being red or having, I, I actually did this the other day. It's funny. Um, and it's never happened to me before, but I, I had, um, Tammy Fender has a great exfoliant. It's a manual exfoliant, meaning a granule, not a chemical where that would be more like a peel. Okay. You put it on. That's a chemical, like a chemical reaction, okay. like with enzymes or something. Um, it's a manual exfoliant, which I love. And I took those little grains and I rubbed my chin and I rubbed it raw. <laughs> and it made a scab. I was like, what did I, why would I do that? But I did. And that can happen. And that's not good. Okay. You should have a nice glow. But I get a little overzealous too, trying to take away those wrinkles. <laughs> right. But like, yeah. I just scrub it a little more. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. But um, yeah. But yeah, you can definitely do that. But for the most part, if you're exfoliating daily, whether it's manual, an enzyme, or some sort of chemical, um, it's a great thing. Okay. That's good yeah. to know. And what do you think about retinol? Love, hate. I think it works, and it works really well. And that is great for anti-aging. Um, but it makes you photosensitive. The EWG warns against it. Most companies that are green and clean will stay away from it. Um, it's, it's retin-A derived. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and so, um, you know, it depends on what your values are again, but it does really work at it, but it just also drives everything really deeper into your skin. It leaves your skin compromised okay. for everything else to invade it, you <laughs> know, to go deeper and to absorb. 
I see. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I know like EWG has it at a nine, um, yeah. which for anybody who doesn't know the scale, a one, a zero or a one are going to be the, the cleanest. And then a 10 mm-hmm. is, I think it's 10 is the yep, worst. Um, so it's at a nine, which is, yeah. is not great. They really um, weren't against it, which is such a bummer. Cause it really works really. I was on it for years <laughs> as a kid also for acne. And oh I, yeah. Because it's helpful for acne too. It is. Yeah. So it just depends. I mean, I don't know. I mean, everyone's different. If you have terrible acne, it's working, wear sunscreen, use super clean products and that might be uh, okay for you, I guess, but Mm -hmm. I don't use it. Okay. Um, I don't use it. I talk about it in my book. I, I, I vacillate between it. I'm not saying I'll never use it again, but there are things out there that work well enough. Mm. So aside from lotions and potions, anything you get over the counter is not really going to help that much with anti-aging. You'll see some temporary benefits for sure. And I think they're worthwhile and, um, and definitely worth pursuing and usually worth the money. Um, but long, long, long term, like um, just taking great care of your skin is going to be the best bet. Um, and if you're going to talk clinical, I mean, I think anti-aging is a clinical issue. Um, yes, there's some things you can do at home. First of all, not smoking. <laughs> That's yeah. harder for some people, I guess, than others. Mm-hmm. So um, eat well, exercise. All those holistic things are going to be way better than anything you can find in a jar. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Food. Yeah. Um, sugar, you know, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water. They're all going to be much mm-hmm. better than anything you can do um, mm-hmm. from a jar. Um, again, I don't. I'm not saying these things aren't worth, worthwhile because they are and they work temporarily and they feel good and it's, t- they'll plump your, I love hyaluronic acid and peptides. They'll plump your skin up really beautifully, you know, for the day, for the evening, whatever it is. Um, but there's nothing like being really healthy in your um, overall lifestyle. And mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. Um, the other thing is I do believe it's a clinical issue, meaning it's out of your hands. You have to go to a clinic. Um, and, and once you're there, I mean, people have, I've sat on panels where they're like, with all the Botox and fillers going around, is it really hard to, you know, to talk to to people about green beauty? I'm like, absolutely not. They're two different issues to me. You know, they're, they're just different issues. What you do for anti-aging and clinical stuff is so different. I'm talking about decorative makeup Mm -hmm. and some skincare. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a makeup artist and it really started there. Mm-hmm. I'm also an esthetician, but I don't identify as heavily with that. People mm-hmm. don't know that. Um, so, but when we're talking about color and decorative makeup, why are you going to put petrochemical, petrochemicals on your face for that? You know, mm-hmm. it's a temporary thing. You wash it off at the end of the day. You know, do you really need something to stay 18 hours? Is it all that important? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but when you're talking about anti-aging, there's nothing you can do at home really other than live a really clean lifestyle in my opinion. Ultimately, mm-hmm. if I'm being really, really honest, mm-hmm. people ask me all the time. I'm like, eat clean diet, exercise. I mean, not diet, but like have a clean diet. And when you go to the clinic, I'd say do some laser work, you know, um, lasers, uh, heat therapies, like thermal tightening therapies, um, those are the best things you can do clinically for anti-aging. And I've never seen any 
toxic studies or any damage mm-hmm. from them. Okay. They build collagen over time. Some of them take up to six months, but sometimes you'll see some immediate results from some of them. Okay. Um, in terms of Botox and fillers, most of that's natural. I mean, it's uh, toxic natural, which is why it paralyzes the muscle um, in terms of just port and Botox. Um, but, you know, this, from what I've seen in uh, research and studies, you probably won't even find, if any, um, you'll find maybe some trace amounts in the bloodstream, very trace. Okay. Uh, it's localized in the muscle. Okay. Um, I don't really have a problem with it. I really, I really don't. I'm not also an extremist. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think beauty is wonderful and I want to look young as, as long uh-huh. as possible. I mean, um, you know, but everyone's different. A lot of people are like, oh, you are fine using Botox. You know, I thought you were interested in green beauty. I am. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. So that wraps up the second part of my conversation with Paige. In episode five or part three of our conversation, we are going to get into the environment. We're going to talk about how our skincare and makeup choices impact the earth. And we'll also lay out a roadmap that is pretty straightforward if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed by this whole conversation and wondering where you would start. In the last uh, episode, we're going to get into a roadmap that we can take to easily change out our skincare to be more green and more friendly to ourselves and to the earth. So as always, if you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe or write a review or tell a friend and, and pass on the show. All of those things really help so much when it comes to trying to reach a larger audience. So I will see you soon over in episode number five, part three of this show.